It's Saturday, October 28th, and this is Simple Tech News. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, James Thomas, and this is Simple Tech News, the weekly podcast where we discuss the week's top tech news and stories, offer up our thoughts and opinions, and ask you to chime in on the conversation via Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at Simple Tech News and let us know what you're thinking using the hashtag Simple Tech News. Now, my apologies for missing last week. I know there's a lot of news we aren't going to get a chance to cover, but this week, this week, we're just talking the big four. Today, we're talking Apple, Google, Amazon, and Microsoft. So no further ado, let's just jump into it, starting with Google. Now, Google released the Pixel 2 and Pixel 2 XL recently, but both devices come packing a hidden, not yet activated Pixel Visual Core chip. According to Google, the secondary chip is designed to compile HDR plus images, faster, uh, five times faster while consuming one-tenth the power compared to running on an application processor. The Pixel Visual Core will also handle complex imaging and machine learning tasks related to the camera, such as auto image adjustments based on the scene, among other uses. Now, even though consumers aren't yet making use of this technology, it will be enabled with the arrival of Android 8.1 developer preview. And actually, the Pixel Visual Core is the company's first piece of custom-designed silicon to make its way into a smartphone, giving Google tighter control over its phone capabilities than ever before. Google also released Gmail add-ins. Now, Gmail add-ins allow you to use different apps and services directly in your Gmail account. So these add-ons work both in the desktop version of Gmail and on Android, and they include some popular services like Asana, Rike, DocuSign, Trello, and many more. The add-ons give Gmail really the capability to act as kind of your productivity hub, your your one-stop shop, one-stop shop for the morning uh, routine. I haven't yet installed these on my personal Gmail, so it'll be interesting to see how that uh, you know changes my workflow. But this is uh, going to be a really great ad for a lot of heavy Gmail users. Uh, they've also released a new program called Pay With Google. It works with apps uh, and websites in Chrome to make checking out a lot more simple. Instead of putting in your card information uh, for every new service, simply add it to Google and select Pay With Google at checkout. Now, when when you pay with Google, you can use any of your credit or debit cards that you've added to your Google account from products like uh, Google Play, YouTube, Chrome, or Android Pay. Now, Google sends this information to the merchant and as well as your shipping address, so uh, no typing is required. It's all It all comes from your account. Uh, then the merchant will handle your details just like any other purchase. For now, Pay with Google is limited to the Chrome's, uh, to Google Chrome's browser and Android apps, but the company plans to bring this experience to other browsers as well, and they've already partnered with a selection of retailers and services, including Airbnb, Eat24, Instacart, StubHub, and many more. Now, swinging back to the Pixel 2 XL, specifically, they have had some screen issues that are really troubling and concerning a lot of users. The Pixel 2 XL and its POLED display manufactured by LG uh, have been uh, having reports of color inaccuracies and screen burn-in, and it's becoming more frequent. Uh, The screen burn-in typically occurs much later in a screen's life, so it's really interesting to see that now. Many are are assuming that this ghosting is caused by image retention. Nonetheless, Google has responded and is quote-unquote actively investigating this issue, and they're planning to issue a software update that expands the color gamut of the display and also uh, protects against screen burn-in. They're also 
offering a two-year warranty on the Pixel 2 and Pixel 2 XL phones. Now, the story is continuing to to develop, but uh, Google is confident that it can be fixed via a software update. However, many are concerned that it won't be enough. Regardless, the issues uh, aren't stopping the Pixel 2 from flying off the shelves. Uh, no reports have been made against the Pixel 2 that's manufactured by HTC, which is the phone that I've chosen and will be reviewing in a couple days, but uh, the Pixel 2 XL is the one to watch regarding their screen. Now let's shift things over to Apple, and the biggest story at Apple is clearly the pre-order of the iPhone 10. The iPhone 10, uh, obviously being the full-screen phone that Apple is releasing, it's the real first major hardware update since the iPhone 6. And well, pre-orders for the 10 on October 27th went pretty darn quick. Right now, things are pushed out five or six weeks, and that per practically happened like within the first hour. The first available ship date of November 3rd uh, was gone pretty much within the first 10 minutes, but reports are saying now that some customers are seeing their ship dates moved up as duplicate orders um, and Apple stock begin to, to regulate. Nonetheless, if you haven't pre-ordered now, your options to order are pretty much for a December ship date, wait outside an Apple store on November 3rd, or pay out the ass on eBay. Either way, Apple's happy because really the iPhone 8 wasn't seeing some really good results, uh, pretty lackluster sales. People were actually buying more iPhone 7s than they were iPhone 8s. Uh, regardless, Apple just raked in several hundred million dollars within a 24-hour span. So yeah, good day at the office for them. I personally won't be buying one, but hopefully I'll get a chance to play with one and do a little mini review for you guys here. But one person who's also not in a rush to get the much anticipated iPhone 10 is Steve Wozniak, the legendary coder who developed the first uh, Apple computers. Now, the Woz typically picks up the latest Apple handset right away, but he told CNBC that he's going to sit this one out for now. He said, I'd rather wait and watch that one. I'm happy with my iPhone 8, which is the same as the iPhone 7, which is the same as the iPhone 6 to me. For some reason, the iPhone 10 is going to be the first iPhone I didn't on day one upgrade to. Now, to me, that sounds like some su subtle shots fired at Apple uh, from Woz, but Apple failed to innovate, really, the iPhone since uh, the 6 was released, in my opinion. So uh, competition has had a chance to catch up. And now with the iPhone 10, uh, Apple's hoping to once again pull away. So it'll be interesting to see how it does. Definitely some new features. It pretty much has a mini Microsoft Connect on the front of it and no you know, Touch ID. So this Face ID thing better work its way out or people are going to be mad. And well, I mean, I guess they already made their money, so they don't really care. But Enough about Apple. Let's move to Amazon. Amazon wants to be the hub of your connected home, so it announced two new products to help fill out that ambition, specifically in the area of home security. It announced the Cloud Cam and the new smart lock service called Key. Uh, Pre-order pricing for Cloud Cam starts at $119.99 and is going up to $249.99 for Prime members if paired with Key as a part of a larger in-home kit, uh, which also includes a smart lock from Yale or Quickset. Now, according to Charlie, I'm going to I'm going to butcher this one. Tricler? 
Yep, butchered that one, I'm sure. VP of Amazon Devices. Uh, the Cloud Cam has all the features you need to monitor your home, including a 1080p full HD cam, uh, night vision, two-way audio, and free storage clips uh, with secure AWS Cloud powering Cloud Cam's advanced computer algorithms and intelligent alerts. The service is always getting smarter. Uh, well, the key, meanwhile, uses the cloud cam to detect uh, if someone is uh, coming to deliver a package and unlocks the smart lock in tandem. So as Amazon describes it, when a delivery driver requests access to your home, Amazon verifies that it's the correct driver uh, is at the right address at the intended home through an encrypted authentication process. Once the process is successfully completed, Amazon Cloud Cam starts recording and the door is unlocked. No access codes or keys are ever produced to the delivery drivers. Amazon Key gives customers peace of mind knowing their orders have been safely delivered to their homes and are waiting for them when they walk through the doors. Now, obviously early reactions uh, that I'm seeing and ones that I have currently are all about security. I mean, what's stopping a verified delivery driver from walking right into your home and committing a crime? You know, theft, vandalism, murder, hell, I'd be pissed if they came in and took a shit in my bathroom. I mean, sure, you could steal my stuff, but just don't poop in my toilet. That's just me. But conspiracy theories aside, uh, security risks are really a huge uh, concern for a service like this. And it'll be interesting to see how Amazon Key materializes in the coming uh, months and years. And at last, let's round things out with Microsoft. Now, Microsoft released a pair of new hardware devices, the first being a smart speaker. Yes, Microsoft is finally ready to compete in the smart speaker market after unveiling its own Cortana-powered version. The Harman Kardon Invoke launched on the 22nd, uh, promising high-quality audio and a stylish design. How is it compared to the competition? Well, the price for, for it one is 199 and the verge uh, did a great review on this saying great sound quality sharp design and good microphones for hearing the voice commands however it only works with microsoft calendars and productivity services it at 199 is twice as expensive as an amazon echo and it doesn't support multiple accounts or multi-room audio now obviously harman kardon is a respectable name in the audio world but that aside, with its current feature set, I just don't see it being a real player uh, in the smart speaker market. Nonetheless, if you want to read a full review, again, head over to TheVerge.com. Now, the more exciting hardware release was the Surface Book 2. Microsoft Surface Book 2 is expected to launch on November 16th. And this time around, there's two models, a 13-inch and a 15-inch, both available with discrete NVIDIA GeForce GPUs. The overall design really didn't change much from last year. It's a great design in my opinion. Uh, obviously, it's safe for the new, uh, the new size. But let's quickly go over the specs, see how they stack up, starting with the 13-inch. On the 13-inch, you're looking at a Core i5-7300U or a Core i7-8650U, a 13.5-inch pixel-sense display with an even 3000 by 2000 display resolution and the 3.2 aspect ratio. The Surface Book 2 15-inch, you're looking at just the Core i7-8650U, obviously a 15-inch pixel sense display with a resolution of 3240 by 2160 in that same 3x2 aspect ratio. 
the 13 inch you can get in 8 or 16 gigs of ram with the 15 inch just coming with that 16 gigs of ram and you get both native and discrete graphics uh side note on the on the core i5 you're not going to get that discrete graphics you have to bump up to the core i7 so uh, with the core i7 you're looking at the nvidia gtx 1050 and on the 15 inch you're looking at the nvidia gtx 1060. now both options 13 and 15 inch come with the same storage so you're looking at 256 512 or one terabyte and the battery life on these things it should be impressive i mean they're claiming up to 17 hours of battery life up to five in the just tablet mode so once you detach the screen nonetheless if, if that holds up i mean that is impressive now obviously pricing is going to be huge on these the 13 inch starts at 14.99 and the 15 inch starts at 24.99 so clearly these surface book twos are the competitors to your your xpx uh, 13s your they're your competitors to your macbook pros i always thought they were the best surface devices i think they're the most innovative computers out there on the market that crazy hinge is awesome flip that you know tablet around and it just offers an experience like none other but again, pre-orders uh, begin on the 9th of November, available on the 16th. Once again, 13 inch, 14.99, 15 inch, 24.99. But that, that, ladies and gentlemen, is it for this episode of Simple Tech News. Google, Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, all making noise in the tech world this week. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Simple Tech News and let us know, are you going to pre-order or have you already pre-ordered the iPhone 10? What about the Pixel 2 XL? Have you gotten one? Are you having screen issues? And, and lastly, are you excited about the Surface Book 2? Will you be picking one up or will you be admiring from afar like I will be? Let us know using the hashtag Simple Tech News. But again, thank you for listening and supporting the, the, the podcast. My name is James Thomas. This is Simple Tech News. Have a great weekend and we will catch you guys next week.